Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Ben Campbell, and this is The Self-Made Theory. If you're a budding entrepreneur with a great idea that you want to get off the ground, then this is a must-listen episode for you. Many people think that entrepreneurs bring their businesses to life by themselves. But in my research, I often find there is an ecosystem of organizations that support innovation and entrepreneurs and help cultivate great business ideas. Renew Adelaide is one such organization. They're a not-for-profit funded by the SA State Government and the City of Adelaide to bring entrepreneurs into the cities of Adelaide and Port Adelaide through a rent-free initiative. How can they possibly do this, I hear you say? Well, listen on to my conversation with their CEO, Tim Boundy, to hear about the great work that they are doing for innovation and entrepreneurship in South Australia. Enjoy. Welcome, Tim, to the Self Made Theory podcast. Thanks for having me, mate. It's uh, great to uh, great to be talking to you today. We're uh, in Adelaide in the scorching heat today. Scorcher of a day. We <laughs> picked it well. Forty or forty plus, I think uh, I've heard, uh, in the midst of the craziness that is the Tour Down Under. That's right. Uh, the cycling race that uh, captures Adelaide for about a week. So it uh, sure is a crazy time. But thanks for taking the time to catch up with us. Thanks for me. So. Tim, give us your elevator pitch. I'm Tim. I'm the CEO of Renew Adelaide. Renew Adelaide's uh, an organisation that's here to back people with awesome creative ideas um, and giving them a platform through the vacant real estate here in Adelaide, uh, giving them that platform to bring it to life, um, to test their idea in a way that um, they wouldn't be able to do without it, um, and that's through a rent-free mechanism, um, which gives them the opportunity to test, trial, experiment a new idea take it to market um, and see how, how the market responds without having the, the long-term commercial lease hanging over their head if things don't quite go as their business plan had envisaged. Which I think is uh, just a brilliant idea. And I think one of the uh, things that we, when we consider entrepreneurialism and innovation and great ideas, they're not just dreamt up in someone's basement and brought to life with great success mm-hmm. without a whole bunch of people and a, and a big ecosystem that actually helps them and I think you're certainly part of that ecosystem that's been able to drive that. So how did Renew Adelaide start? Where did, where did the concept and the idea come from? Yeah, I guess if you, took a, if you look at Renew Adelaide, you've really got to take its roots back to an organisation called Renew Newcastle uh, back in you know, the 2008-2009 days um, and you know, we, we've taken the model that they introduced over there which was offering rent-free spaces um, to creative entrepreneurs and artists and you know, community projects to bring their city to life. Um, they did that um, based on a lot of vacant real estate within their city centre around the Hunter Mall region. Um, and I think it also was stemmed from uh, a lot of large developments kind of promised for the area, uh, but then never eventuating. And so it kind of stagnated all the other private people wanting to do something. And so they kind of grabbed the bull by the horns and said, well, let's use it while we've got it. Renew Adelaide springboarded off that idea and, and kind of applied it in an Adelaide context. So mm-hmm. there's some tweaks we've made um, to that model to make it more relevant for our market and um, also to expand it a little bit to you know, really open it up to some more, um, some more business ideas out there as well. Um, 
one of the you know the driving forces behind Renew is back in 2010, um, a group of um, people that were in the more artistic community in Adelaide um, took the idea from Renew Newcastle, targeted some vacant properties on Hindley Street, so a notorious strip in, in Adelaide, and said, you know, look, we want to use these vacant properties in a more you know, meaningful way. Um, and they set up two, two um, spaces. One was called Workshop. The other was called Reading Room, and these were the, the first two Renew Adelaide projects. Okay. And they were really you know, community-centric projects. They were about um, getting people to come into the city, engage more with, with the property, um, and really driving some um, you know, interesting conversations in that way. And so that was back in 2010, volunteer organisation. Um, and that really just picked up community support. Um, a couple of years later, they uh, approached the Adelaide City Council, who have been great supporters of ours, um, from that time for some funding to you know, um, really be able to support these projects in, in a better way financially. Um, and then from there, we've, we've really increased what we can do in terms of how many um, projects and businesses we support each year up until uh, now, uh, end of 2017, start of 2018, where we're supporting anywhere between 25 and 30 new projects and businesses opening each year wow. uh, in Adelaide. Wow, that's cool. So yeah, so it's a, it's a, that's the in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really about getting people that have a great idea, um, that need um, some commercial real estate to test it out, but don't have the means to enter into some of the clauses that um, come with having a commercial lease, like the five or ten year leases and the yeah. you know yeah so so big guarantees that come with the that's leases right so or bank guarantees yep. um, and the, and the long term commitment is probably the the two biggest factors there and I think. What we've seen uh, in Adelaide, especially, is the property industry really respond amazingly well um, to say that, yeah, we really want to back some of these small businesses um, and give them the opportunity by providing our property that would otherwise be vacant um, to them on this 30-day rolling license um, so, to occupy. So, what's in it for them? Like, what? I mean, I, I get the, you know, hey, I'm interested in Adelaide, and I'm a, you know, I want to see a great idea come to life. Mm-hmm. But why do they do that? For a and, property, not just leave, and not just leave their property on the market. Yeah, so for a property owner, I guess there's a there's a myriad of reasons why people own property, and that goes from you know right up the top from institutional investors, which are the super funds that you know hold them as assets for mm-hmm. their uh, members and investors, right down to you know the the mum and pop investors that um, just happen to own one single shop front somewhere in in Adelaide. It, it really depends, and so you've got to really um, know who you're talking to when you speak to them, and and asking to use their property rent free. But a lot of the values we talk about are um, the the lack of opportunity costs for a property owner. The 30-day rolling license that we use, that model, allows for both the tenant or the landlord to provide 30 days notice to vacate. So that's great for a tenant because it provides that flexibility to vacate if things aren't going quite well. And that relates back to the five or 10-year commercial lease Mm -hmm. that we spoke about. But it also means that for a property owner, they can continue to market their property for lease while a tenant's in there. Um, and can provide 30 days notice to vacate if someone comes along and, yeah, and wants right. to take it commercially. But really the value for a property owner is you know, ha- having a vacant property, getting someone in there, they get to test a new business idea. If that goes well, they're in a, you know, a retail store that they want a security in that location, and that means they graduate onto a commercial lease at some point in the future. Yeah, right. Property owners often own a row of shops. By putting in you know, another business or project within those vacant shops in a row, you really add value to those existing tenants as well. Um, and that, that stems back to some of those chronic vacancies 
that you see um, start to grow as soon as you know two or three retail shops close down. It becomes a bit of a snowball. It's a vicious effect. cycle. Yeah, mm. it's a vicious cycle, and so um, there there is that um, just that activity that really um, supports existing traders around the region as well. Um, from there, there's a there's um, you know maintenance and upkeep of a property, some of the more more kind of s- smaller um, values, um, and as well as. So what do you mean by maintenance and upkeep? So you know, um, you know, vacant vacant commercial properties when left uh, vacant for a while, um, you know, just general maintenance, upkeep of you know, you know um, air conditioning systems, fire extinguishers, sprinklers, that sort of things. They get maintained, um, meaning that you know, next time that comes to be rented, um, there's less cost for a okay. property owner as well. So they're maintained by the tenant. By the, the tenant. The, the yep. Business, yeah. yep. And so, yeah, there's a, there's a few different factors there that, that come into play when we pitch to a property owner to say, we'd love to use your property mm. rent-free. It's a great idea. Mm. What, in terms of the, you know, the businesses that are going into these tenancies, I've seen a few on your website. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's a pretty diverse... Is there a particular criteria? What we want to back is people with new ideas. We really want to give people a platform that wouldn't be able to open their project, business, whatever idea it may be, without our support. And so that's really about backing people that have a, a really new or interesting business concept mm-hmm. um, that perhaps is a little bit out there, perhaps wouldn't take to a bank and say, can you give me a business loan for this? And that's really about giving people, um, I guess it's a, it's a bit of that blue sky mentality of, and some businesses that you want to get up and running would never get up and running without some sort of some sort of belief from someone else in them that they could work, even without perhaps a huge amount of evidence to say they would. And that's what we're really about at Renew. You can give someone that platform to test, trial, experiment a new idea without having um, some of those repercussions um, fall down on them if it doesn't quite go as planned. But counterintuitively... <laughs> Um, some of the zaniest ideas that we back often end up to be the most commercially successful. Is that right? Um, and that's, that's really a testament to the program and shows why we continue to often choose businesses that their business model perhaps isn't as sound as you might think, um, but they build a community following and they build um, you know, that experience that people want that we really want to have in the city to make it a more exciting place. And they get that fellowship, and that's what really sustains them as a project and then as a business moving forward. Mm. So why are you passionate about it? Well, my, my background's from tourism, um, and so I've always loved that. You know, born and bred in Adelaide, um, have spent a little bit of time on the East Coast um, and have been working in tourism across that time. And so you, you kind of always look at places you live and other places through that, that lens, mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of that destination marketing lens, I guess, was my background. So that's why, why I come at it from, from that angle. Um, and I guess where I see Adelaide uh, fitting in is just building that, that local experience. Um, you know, I was talking about Adelaide to international interstate people to try and get them to come here uh, to bring their events here from a tourism perspective. But when I, you know, talked about it, you know, I was always passionate about it, but wanted to get closer to the action, you know, bring those experiences to life. And so Renew Adelaide is a vehicle for giving locals and interstate people, if they want to bring their idea here as well, that platform to really make Adelaide uh, a city that's got an awesome experience 
yeah, that it's exciting, it's energetic, uh, it's surprising, it's got something new. Um, but um, it appeals to both locals and the tourist people alike. If you can build that strong local experience um, that's authentic, that's about passionate people bringing their ideas to life, then the tourists will come anyway. They will, absolutely. I've got a lot of friends that live in Melbourne because I lived there for, for a long period mm-hmm. of time. And I had one, I've got one staying with me uh, this week as part of the tour. And when he first came, when I first looked at moving back to Adelaide, he said, what are you doing that for? Adelaide, really? And, and so he came and stayed with me and his family uh, a couple of years after I got here. And after spending just a short amount of time, three or four days, he said, I get it now. I get it. It's a great place. It's an amazing place. Yeah, and, and I think that, that mentality interstate is probably changing more and more, um, which is great. And I think that's um, correct. You know, there, there has been a lot of changes in Adelaide in the last probably 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, but it's been a slow change. You know, there's, there's been um, things that have, you can probably earmark along the way that have been quite significant from a, you know, that experience that I was talking about. And I think one of those significant steps along the way is a small venue license, which really opened up this city to a lot of entrepreneurs that wanted to have a smaller venue mm-hmm. that was about providing a, a very authentic experience um, and a real vibrancy agenda from, from led by government but also picked up by some, some really influential um, kind of locals. Um, but it has been a slow change. And I think sometimes the locals don't always pick up on those slow changes. Um, and, you know, if you left Adelaide 10 years ago and come back today... The, the amount of change that has happened is, is huge, mm. massive difference. And that's often what gets picked up on mm. by people that have been away, whether that's a, you know, an Adelaidean returning or someone from interstate coming, you know, coming back and going forward. Um, but if you've been here that whole time, you've really got to step back and, and go, yeah, those changes have happened. What I was looking at 10 years ago is different to what I'm looking at now. And what I was looking at a year ago is different to what I'm looking at now as well and really celebrating those changes and, and championing the people that have made those changes happen mm. um, is really important and I think that's something we can we can strive to do better in Adelaide. Oh, absolutely. So can you talk to some of what you might call your successes or the success of some of the you know, entrepreneurial businesses that you've uh, been able to help? Yeah, so we, as you said, we, we've helped... a a myriad of, of businesses and their ideas um, over the last you know, five or six years. Um, there, there's quite a, uh, yeah, a range of them. So we look at some of our kind of more hospitality cafe venues and um, there's a place in Topham Mall, which is just off Weymouth Street in Adelaide. Um, this was a really high foot traffic thoroughfare, but was really neglected in terms of the amenity of the area and we we went in there and helped um, some people with an idea for a bagelry that had recently been to New York, the first bagel place in in Adelaide that um, specialised in the the lunches and then a space next door called Book Nook and Bean which um, has kind of a library format in there as well for people to grab a book, leave a book and so some ideas that are building on what is essentially a a lunch spot and a coffee shop but just building them into different ideas Mm. that better engage the community as well. So there's some fantastic ones in Topham Mall um, that we've done recently. Um, one of my favourite Renew Adelaide projects, um, and it, you know, only opened up about a year ago, is um, Leatherworks Adelaide. Um, 
run by a guy called Rob McRae. And, and Rob um, originally studied at the Jam Factory. Um, and the Jam Factory is an absolute um, shining example of what people in Adelaide can do in terms of the craft industry. Mm-hmm. So glass blowers, metal work, furniture makers, leather workers. Um, so it's a, it's a training space as well as in a, a place to you know, um, go on and, and do kind of um, your own, um, I guess, artisan products, but using their facilities. And so Rob trained as a, as a leather worker, um, went on to then work in the automotive industry in like upholstery in factories in Indonesia and China, okay. um, and then came back to Adelaide. He's in his 50s, and his daughter said to him, while he was kind of starting up his, his business of, of making leather leather goods, you know, handbags, wallets, belts, um, all by hand, said, Dad, take this out of the shed and take this to the city. And so he's opened up a space in Region Arcade where he hand makes all these leather goods. They're high end, um, but he you could talk to him and he'll be able to talk to you about where he sourced that leather from, why it's that particular leather, why he's done you know, 11 stitches per centimetre as opposed to 13. And it's just that authenticity behind what he does um, has built a real cult following wow. from him being there. Um, and I think w- what I love about him is because he breaks the mould of what you talk about of an entrepreneur, especially with the Renew Adelaide program, you probably, rightly or wrongly, you might think of, you know, younger people. Um, but yeah, Rob's in his, in his 50s and doing some fantastic stuff based on his passion and what he, he really loves doing. And I think, I think that's... What we need to encourage more of. Mm. I know this is radio, yep. but to see the smile on your face <laughs> when you're talking about uh, these ideas and bringing these to life, it's uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, I think mm. I think that's what um, I guess what drives me at, at Renew um, is is speaking to the people that are uh, benefiting from this program that's been set up. Um, because you know it's, it sounds a bit cliched, but you know these are people that are, despite it being a rent free. Um, you know, lease at a property, they're still putting their time and their money into actually doing the property up, getting it to you know, fit out to how they need it to operate, as well as everything else that goes with setting up a business. Um, and they're really putting their everything on the line. And so to see them when they succeed, it's it's life-changing for them. Um, and I think that's really satisfying for me and the rest of the Renew team, um, the board at Renew, and kind of all of our supporters can see that and recognise that these guys are you know, they're doing it for the, themselves um, because they're really passionate about what they do, but they love the interaction they get when they kind of bring their idea to life as well. One of the things that often comes with entrepreneurialism is not just about making money. And often people think that's part of it, but under the hood of, of what might on the surface look like a money-making venture, that passion has to be there mm. uh, because that's the piece that drives people through the hard times and there's plenty of those that come it drives them through the times where they just can't see any way forward. Uh, I was talking to uh, uh, another uh, another uh, another business who will be on the podcast shortly, and he was saying that if he'd known at the beginning the pain that was going to happen for the next two years, he wouldn't have done it. And that, that naivety pushed him through, and so he went through, and he's got an incredibly successful business today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there's some tough times for. Absolutely, and sometimes you, know, you you don't know what you don't know. Mm. So if you if you go in a bit blind, that can be you know a bit of a blessing sometimes because you don't know what is ahead, and so you're soldier on anyway because you you love what you do. Mm. Um, and but but at the same time, you know some of that 
those learnings you can pick up beforehand can make those harder times just a little bit easier yep. to get through um, or at least plan for so that they don't, if they do come and they do you know, demoralise you either mentally or financially, then it's not the end. It's just a, you know, a hiccup on that road of entrepreneurialism. Yep. I imagine not every uh, entrepreneur that you've placed inside of a new Adelaide property has been successful. Is there any theme that you can see through the ones that aren't successful? Yeah, I guess one of my favourite lines, and it's, again, a bit of a cliche, is that none of our businesses are unsuccessful. Everyone that goes in, goes in with their idea and they've come out, if they don't take a commercial lease afterwards or it doesn't go on, the, the learnings they take out of it are immense um, and they can apply them at their next venture. And I think, you know, one of the, the great things about the program and, and why, it, why it does work is that it allows people to f- kind of fail or be unsuccessful in a really easy way, yeah. you know. If, and, and it goes back to, you know, some of those commercial leases we were talking about at the mm-hmm. start, you know. If you operate a, you know, a business in a, in a retail premise that's got a five-year lease on it, for six months and you're finding you're not quite hitting your revenue targets, um, to negotiate that exit is is, is difficult um, and you know, can be the end of you financially. For our businesses that are not hitting those targets or whatever targets they may be, um, they can exit the program safely and regroup, go back to their business model, check their products or their services, redo it and come back again. I think that's defines the entrepreneur movement wow. is people that try again, try again, try again. And you, you speak to a lot of them and I do it every day in my job. Um, you know, the people that have a successful business are doing great now. That wasn't their first crack. Um, and I think that's that those stories are almost more important um, to the fabric of Adelaide than the success stories. Those ones that... Um, I tried something, it didn't work. But rather than that's the end, it's like, well, I just try something else. Um, and I think that's something we should talk about and celebrate a bit more uh, in Adelaide, talking about the people that are on their second or third or fourth crack um, because they're the ones that change things. They're the ones that change an experience of the city or they're the ones that bring something new to market um, that yeah, you, really, you really need to encourage those people. Otherwise, they don't hang around well, you've just given the pitch for this podcast because that's what this is all about. <laughs> yeah. So fantastic! I'm glad we're on the uh, glad we're on the same page there. Now, you don't do this for love only. You, no. Renew Adelaide <laughs> is obviously funded. It is funded. Uh, yes. Has some full time employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are your backers? Who you know? Who tips in? You know, yeah. So, to so Renew Adelaide is a incorporated mm-hmm. association, but its funding comes through the South Australian State Government, uh, of which we are really um, working in partnership with them as well as the City of Adelaide, which is the, the City Council, the local government here uh, in the CBD. And we've been working with them for the last uh, five years, coming up to six years now. And so that's a really strong relationship um, because what they see us being able to do in partnering with private property owners and you know, opening up those properties to, to new ideas is something that they uh, really see as hugely valuable, um, but also something that they probably wouldn't be able to do through their own means, and so we're a real good conduit to to fix that that, that little gap there. Um, and so we've been working with them, um, building case studies and educating them as well about the challenges that some of those entrepreneurs face, 
um, so that they can look at their procedures of whether that's you know from a planning of you know change of use or development application point of view for some of the nitty gritties of council, or whether it's looking at trying to attract more entrepreneurs from a from a higher level at state government. We can feed some of those case studies back back mm. to them and, and have a bit of a feedback loop. That's um, a really valuable tool for them. Mm. Good on them for for doing it. Absolutely, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So I'm a, a an entrepreneur who's got an idea and wanted to bring it to market, and I'm looking for a property. Mm-hmm. What do I do? So Renew Adelaide is always being set up to respond to the real estate challenge of Adelaide, um, and so what we say is we are property led. So we walk the streets, knock on doors, speak to property owners, oh, okay. um, as rudimentary as that, yep. and say, here's a fantastic property that's been vacant for too long. Let's speak to the property owner. Let's talk about that value proposition to them mm-hmm. and say, can we have access to it? And, and we do that all day, every day, um, always speaking to new property owners. Um, and I imagine you've got other property owners are happy to vouch for what yeah, you've we've, done for them. Yeah, we've worked with great property partners in the past, um, testimonials from them you know they've either had really great commercial outcomes or other outcomes that they um, have associated with their property as a result of a, a renewed Adelaide tenant going in there and yeah it starts with starts with the property and, and so once we've kind of secured that rent free we do a call out to our database and to our through our social media networks and say hey we've got this awesome retail premises that's got a showroom at the front warehouse at the back um, what's your idea for it how does this property fit your idea? Um, people put their application in. We shortlist and interview uh, the candidates that best fit the property. And, and then we put forward the final recommendation to the property owner. They still get final say because it's their property, um, it's their property and that's how it works. And, but it's also to get their buy-in. You know, they really need to be on board with the process. Mm. And, and that's um, been one of the, the really successful elements of it is that you know, when they agree to it, then they're kind of they're on on with the journey as well. I think that's that's been one of the great things about property owners in Adelaide is that they they kind of see that it's a partnership with small business rather than just a, a passive investment. So people can sign up for your property alerts to get notified yep. of new properties on yep. your web. Site. That's right. So yeah, the call to action is go to the Renew Adelaide website with renewadelaide.com.au. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a property alert button there on the main homepage. Uh, click on that into your email address. The only thing you will ever receive from us is a property alert. Um, no other third marketing, third-party marketing or advertising or anything here. Um, only property alerts there. Um, also, um, there's two lists on there. One's about um, all of our properties and one's just targeted at the office market as well. Uh, for office-based businesses, obviously, they don't need retail premises all the time. Um, so sign up there and then you'll get them delivered straight to your inbox every couple of weeks. Good. And social media, how do we find you? Yep, social media. So our Facebook page um, have plenty of updates there, all of our event launches for our, sorry, our business launches um, go up on there. So you'll see new businesses that have launched recently, photos from those evenings, um, our Instagram um, as well. That's got um, great followership and um, you'll get some, you know, some interesting photos of Adelaide in there as well as some some more hard-hitting facts about what's happening on the streets um, follow our Twitter account if you'd like to get a bit more information regarding some of our more in-depth thoughts about the strategies that could make Adelaide a, a, a more uh, interesting and exciting place as well. Fantastic. 
Tim, thanks for taking the time no worries, man. to uh, talk to us about Renew Adelaide on the Self-Made Theory podcast. I'm very excited about what you're doing for Adelaide and for the entrepreneurial community here, and it's a great, great story. Awesome. Thanks well, for having me. Well done. Cheers. What a great initiative that is. Jump on their website, renewadelaide.com.au, to see some of the great businesses and business ideas that they've supported. You can also subscribe to their property alerts if you want them to help bring your business idea to life. Check my show notes for other ways that you can contact them, including their Facebook and Instagram accounts. Don't forget, subscribe to The Self-Made Theory on your favourite podcast app, whether that be Pocket Casts, Apple Podcasts or Podbean. You'll find us pretty much everywhere. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and the good old World Wide Web. Just search for The Self-Made Theory. And send me an email. We'd love to hear from you what you think of the show, good, bad, or the ugly. And if you have any ideas on innovators, entrepreneurs, or great business people you would like us to feature, our email is podcast at theselfmadetheory.com. Until next time, keep innovating, overcoming, and prospering.